0: Oh, like, there was one that was, like, super popular. Like, uh, I've never seen two pretty best friends. So I'm just like, wow, like, these trends are very, I don't know. It's very, uh, like, degrading for a person to look at. Hi, my
1: name is Sanjana.
0: Hello, guys. I'm Angela. I'm Kalena, and this is Earth Listening Out There. Okay, so today we are here. It's an all-girl Episode today, and we decided to talk about body image issues. Um, we decided to choose this topic because, like, it's after the holidays, and usually the holidays are when we eat a lot. Uh, so, we thought, hey, might as well talk about body image issues.
1: Yes, okay. um, it's really
2: true. <laughs> eating a lot. I don't know how much I ate during the holidays, literally, because you're at home doing nothing now. It's like every time I'm bored, I'm like. I could bake this or I could eat this. You know, like I'm just thinking about food all the time.
0: Yeah, and then like there's so much chocolate, like cookies, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: So um over time we've seen a drastic change in like body, like the way people want their bodies and the way that we like see it. And like even on social media now, like the beginning of quarantine, the fashion trends have obviously changed now we wear masks and stuff and like mm-hmm. there's like the whole tie-dye thing was a, like a big thing on Instagram and then like jewelry like butterflies became a thing I don't even know like I don't know butterflies mm. all, but I don't even know why they were like such a big thing like they were literally everywhere so like I feel like the whole topic of body issues is also related to fashion at the time because like bodycon is a thing but it's it's still a thing but it's not as it's not as at its like peak anymore but at one point it was at its highest peak. And then we see more of those type of fashion trends move and go, but those fashion trends correlate to how people want their bodies to be like. So I see like a direct relation between those.
0: I would say just to make it more relatable for me, um, I personally never face a lot of like body image issues. Like I'm not super insecure about my body, but there are types where like, I faced insecurities about like, oh, I think my arm has a little bit too much fat or my stomach is not toned enough or stuff like that. Where like it kind of ties back into just going with the trends and like different trends saying like, oh, being super skinny is like the trend makes you like look back at yourself and think like, oh my gosh, like I'm not fitting in the trend or I'm not skinny enough. I'm not thick enough, whatever. But yeah.
1: Beauty trends are like the ideal body type. It's so wishy-washy like it changes pretty much every decade like back in the 90s heroin chic was the trend which was you know very thin and -hmm. then now having curves and everything like that that's more so the trend so that's why I feel like um body types are like the perfect body type really um you shouldn't put too you shouldn't focus too much on that and you shouldn't worry too much about it just because the public is so fickle when it comes to their opinion on what you know type of body women should have
2: so different beauty standards based on like each country in the world
0: so for the american beauty standard i'm pretty sure it's pretty um commonly known but it's just being tan having white teeth being thin maybe having full lips small waist big butts (laughs) Maybe like flawless makeup. When
2: you go to Asia, you see that whole other opposite side, like being paler or being like more Mm -hmm. like your skin tone being more fair, Uh, having double eyelids. That's more of like I would say like upper uh, northern Asia, and then narrow nose, oval shaped face. I've seen that a lot, and then being thin. Like I the being thing is correlating. I'm pretty sure like being thin is just with health. Like Mm
1: -hmm. you know
2: being not lean but just don't be like like obviously being a certain weight is correlated to how healthy you are and it's vice versa like that but you see like the total opposite like Asians, like let's be fair and then America's like let me go the opposite way let me go tan like it's very different and like that's the biggest thing I've noticed
0: yeah definitely I would say like for, um, for me it's especially like the skin thing is really like prominent in my life like um, I remember when I was little, like people would just like, like um, praise me for having like paler skin or like sometimes they would assume like I'm Korean because of my pale skin. But like, yeah, it's very interesting how like um, like Caucasians, they prefer like darker skin when they naturally have like lighter skin and like vice versa, like what Sanjana mentioned, Asian um, or darker skin tone people want to have lighter because it's like oh it makes you look more beautiful i think it also ties back to like historical ties where like if you are paler you had a higher status or you were more well kept instead of being like a low low status worker but yeah it's pretty interesting
1: for me personally i kind of like being tan mm. so like even at school there some of my friends you know they don't like being in the sun as much because they don't want to be as tan whereas for me it's like oh it's <laughs> not gonna go outside without any sunscreen which is bad I know but you know I'm always like oh there's a chance I could you know get a little tan and then I just think it's funny how like everyone's opinion on beauty is just so different depending on their ethnicity or the standards they were raised with
0: mm-hmm and just to ask a question for all of you guys, have you guys ever struggled to fit into a specific beauty standard? Like, for example, wanting to have a different skin color or wanting to have better nose, stuff like that?
1: Well, I don't know for me because my ethnicity is mixed. So mm. I'm like um, part Caucasian and then part Filipino and Japanese. When I tell people that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm part Asian too, they're like, really? that Asian and then I don't know I just feel like it's it's a little weird personally I've never struggled with it because like
2: even when you see things online I just ignore it like and like even though my like parents say I'm like oh whatever like (laughs) I just kind of like like they say it because like that's what they grew up with but like I grew Mm -hmm. up like in the United States like I see a different perspective and I see a different type of way of living so I consider it and then I just be like oh wait that I feel like it applies to me, but it also doesn't apply to me, and if I'm fine with it, I can be fine with it. If I see something online, they can do whatever they want. I can do whatever I want, so I just kind of, like, basically build a wall. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So personally, I never struggled with any of those stuff either, but I'm actually, like, curious, Kalina, you mentioned that you were mixed, so, like, I'm curious, like, Coming from two different like um ethnicities, do you ever face like mixed like family pressure or any like thoughts about oh how you should look or be? Um not really.
1: I think just because like my family, they're very loving people and very mm. accepting. And instead of like it's really weird because for me personally, I've or like for some people, they'll say that. I have a good nose, whereas I'm like, oh, God, I wish I could get a nose job, or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. But then I just think it's weird. Like, I really don't know how to explain it. Mm. Like my Filipino side, they praise me for having like more of the white features. I don't know if this makes any sense. But then like my white side praises me for having more Asian features. So I just try and I try to block it out, honestly. I don't take it into consideration at all. just,
0: yeah. Yeah, interesting.
1: Now that we've discussed,
2: now that as we're going more into the social media side, it's more of like, oh, what can I do to make sure I don't get negatively impacted by the way social media is seen everywhere now, especially at home because like we're constantly on our phones and my screen time has gone a lot. (laughs) since staying at home. Like I've never seen it this high. Usually it's like 30 minutes or 20 minutes a day. Now it's like four
1: hours. You were once at 30 or 20 minutes. Oh my God. My average like during school was five hours or something.
2: I know. Like at school it was like, just like the simple things. Oh, I need to submit something. And then after that, I
1: was just like putting it away. What? In the middle. It Got really bad. So it was like nine hours or something. It was so bad.
0: Same, same. I feel like for me, I'm also in the same boat as Kalena. Like, okay, good. Go, yeah, during I was school, like, am I the only one? I know. Yeah, yeah. Like during <laughs> school, I would have like two hours, maybe three hours, and then like after like quarantine started, it's like it yeah. went up to nine hours. Like, I know. So bad. well, yeah, oh, I, I thought, thought was I was bad. bad. You guys are like. Are I know. You awful? thought you were bad. When oh I heard minutes, like, really I was like, "Girl, that's nothing. You should see
1: yeah. my screen time." Yeah, it's, like it's really
2: boring. like, on the screen. Like, after a while, I'm like, what am I even doing? Like, I question, like, when I'm watching TV, I'm like, should I be doing this? Like, <laughs> I should be spending my time more wisely. Like, I'm arguing yeah. in my brain. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, no, I think that too, but I still go on my phone.
0: Like, it's so bad. Oh my gosh, yeah. I relate. <laughs> <laughs> Back on track. Yeah. With
2: those whole screen times increasing and, you know, all of us looking at our phones, what are some ways we can all try to cut out social media and those negative impacts that we have on ourselves.
0: I mean I feel like from my personal experience like sometimes when I like force myself to be productive and avoid clicking on social like clicking on Instagram or TikTok like when I've like pushed myself to not do that I realize like I actually feel happier like when I when I'm on Instagram I have this feeling like even though it's like oh I'm like enjoying it on the surface inside deep down I still feel like I don't know it makes me a little bit more stressed or like not happy it's like it's like unconsciously and then when i actually like force myself not to go on there i have like i see the actual results like i'm actually much happier i feel like with social media you constantly see like celebrities they're like flawless skin like oh my gosh so beautiful the aesthetics and just like wow like they're so beautiful and then just like blocking that out blocking like the unhealthy um, like portrayal of some influencers and just like focusing it on myself, I realized that that made me a lot happier. So I'd say one thing would be like to try to limit your social media intake because it really influences how you think and how you perceive like what should be healthy or what should be beautiful.
1: Yeah, back before quarantine, um I used to go and TikTok a lot. Like I would always go on it and spend mm-hmm. way too much time. So then for like for Lent I gave it up and then once Lent was over I got it back and I like the first video I saw was just like a bunch of really beautiful girls like really skinny bodies and I was like oh my gosh I can't look at this anymore so I just deleted the app off my phone and ever since then I feel like it's helped me unplug and just yeah it's helped me a lot
2: kind of the opposite I didn't have TikTok at all like until quarantine And then I was like, I don't know, I think I was, everybody was talking about it, and I was like, you know what, let's just hop on the bandwagon, like, let me just step on there. Bad idea, wish I never stepped on there. (laughs) Like, literally, I'm, like, with, like, older iPhones, you can't see the time when you're on TikTok. Yeah. But, like, with, like, higher iPhones, now, like the ones without the home button, you can see the time before. I used to have, like, an older phone. I couldn't see how long I was spending on my phone. And... After I was done, I would see the time like, oh my god, I've been on this thing for two hours. Like, you just don't even notice it. Like, now I'm like, I'm controlling it. Like, I'm bringing it back down. But yeah, people like you guys said you blocked it out. I feel like that guilty feeling that you might feel, Angela. I also feel that too. But I think it's more for me because I'm not like I'm spending time on like social media and like wasting my time, and I should be doing like more productive things. But whenever I go on, I usually don't really like I see people do it. I'm like, wow, that person is really healthy. Guess I'm not that healthy. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, whatever. And then I kind of also like take notes of like things that they're doing that's worked for them really well. I'm like, oh, can I implement it in my life? It's too healthy. Probably not going to do it because it's just too big of a commitment. But yeah, I just kind of like either take the positive. I just kind of ignore the negative stuff. And besides that, I don't really and I also don't really follow those kind of people. You know, I kind of follow those people who make it entertaining to watch or like mm-hmm. especially on TikTok or like on Instagram. I don't really follow many celebrities that like post about that kind of
0: stuff. I feel like TikTok itself is pretty, I mean arguably like toxic. Um I mean like I've seen trends like I sometimes like I go on YouTube and then I don't go on TikTok that much, but then on YouTube sometimes they're like compilation of TikTok videos. And then I see like there's like trends where like like a nose job check or like or like there was one that was like super popular, like Uh, I've never seen two pretty best friends. I'm just like, wow, like these trends are very, I don't know. It's very like degrading for a person to look at because they're like, wow, like these people are gorgeous. Or like have people like, I don't know, like indirectly like saying, oh, I'm more beautiful than everyone else. It's Mm. like it's a very toxic atmosphere, I think. Yeah. Okay, so then going off about like talking about how social media and like some influencers, they support like eating healthy or something like that. Do you guys ever face eating disorders or eating unhealthy eating habits or know of people who face these type of challenges? For me personally, I'll just have
1: like me and my friends will have conversations about like, oh, how much did you eat today? Oh, wow. You didn't eat that much. That's good. Like without really knowing how harmful that is. Mm -hmm. Like I know after like after the conversation, I'm like, why did I just say that? That's stupid. Why? You know, why am I thinking like that? but I feel like it's just, it sort of comes with being a teenager in today's society. I don't know, that's just me.
0: Yeah, personally, for me, I've never had, like, severe eating disorders or any di- eating disorders at all. Um, I would say, like, recently, like, during quarantine, um, I started eating, like, less during dinner time, because originally, like, previously, I would always eat until, like, I'm super full, but, like, after that, I started, like, eating just, like, mediocre. I'm not, like, starving, but Like I'm full content and I realized that like, feel like not being so full, it feels better for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So then I was like, oh, Hey, that's pretty good. So I think like not excessively like starving yourself. That's definitely like the, both extremes are bad. Like only starving yourself. Yeah. Or like eating too much. Like that's obviously extremes are bad, but like finding a like happy medium of like how much you want to eat that's healthy I think that's pretty important too um, and then unfortunately I know like a friend of mine who I don't know if it counts as a disorder but like sometimes even her parents influence her to like not eat too much but honestly like the amount she eats like for breakfast is like very little so I'm just like you know you probably should eat more but yeah
2: yeah I feel like it's like the whole thing like it's like weight like even though you're telling people eat a certain way like each person's body is different yeah like Mm -hmm. I know people who like eat literally like the whole buffet and like nothing happens like and like any people like who eat like one thing and suddenly like they're facing the consequences for like a good week or two so it just really depends on how your body is Mm -hmm. and finding a happy medium like Angela mentioned is like the perfect way to figure out oh let me like this is a good way for me to feel good and for my body to appreciate it and like an equal balance between the poems. okay now that we've covered all bases with body image issues overall body image issues thank you guys so much for listening to us if you guys have any sort of comments about it you can comment it down below on our ig tv or dm us on instagram thank you guys so much for listening bye
0: bye guys thanks for listening Check us out on Instagram at earthlinkingofficial. Check out our website on Instagram located in the link in our bio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at earthlinkingteam. Donate to our GoFundMe located in the description box below. This is Earthlistening. See you in the next episode.